This is Being Modern, Being Human, a podcast about contemporary society. My guest today is Arseni Sirokar, who is a founder of a successful IT company. He's been running for almost eight years now. He's also an aspiring filmmaker with two shorts in his portfolio. And I should mention that Arseni is only 29 years old, so quite an impressive career journey. In this episode, we're going to talk about the relationship between art and science and art and business. I can't wait to get started. Welcome, Arseni. Thanks for joining me today. Hello. It's uh, very nice to meet you today. I would like to say I'm already 29. So it's not like just 29 because I already feel very old and tired. But I think that's also what's given me experience and maturity to do the things. All right. As I know, you grew up in uh, an artistic family. Your mother was a ballet dancer at the Mariinsky Theater in St. Petersburg. Art and literature were your daily routine. How did you get into maths and computer science? And how were you combining that when you were a child, in your teenage years and later? Thing is that even though my mother, she was a ballet dancer in the theater, yeah. My father, he, first of all, was studying in the university for an engineer profession. She was always saying to me that she was studying for nuclear physics, but in fact, <laughs> she was studying the subject, how to do all the architectures and engineering models for the ships, which can use nuclear engines or stuff like this. But he wasn't working as this profession. But in fact, these two sides of, of life, let's call it some art part of life and some more formal approach, more engineering approach from my father. They were always together around me. And at the same time, I was going to museums and learning some things about the ancient time. And at the same time, my father, he was showing me how to work using my hands in our summer house. And uh, personally, I was always interested in mechanics and, and even electronics myself. As, as the same time, I was always interested in things like music, movies, and art as a way of expression in general. So but the fact is that in result, when I had to go to university, I decided to go to some technical profession and it was science, but I can say that this was a good decision overall because this helped me to understand how to properly study any subject. And that helped me a lot in the future to understand how to start learning art, even though I wasn't very close to it before. Right. Could you give more details about this scientific mindset? How exactly did it help you to get into art? How did you apply this mindset to the artistic sphere? I wouldn't call this like a scientist mindset because I don't think that I'm a super scientist person. Maybe I have this approach of doing research before getting into something and trying to work with the information and the things that are around me in a way of a process and some organization. Maybe that's what I can call like a scientific first approach. But in general, I'm not the person who is always using math and rationality in, in his life. 
But in general, data, this didn't help me directly to go into art or things like this, because uh, first of all, I, I was studying for a computer scientist and uh, my company is working with more like computer scientific projects, let's call it this way. And uh, in general, I think that art is also something that could be programming, something that could be a scientific research, that could be a process of making a music or a process of making experiment with the frogs for some medical purposes. Art is not about pictures, videos, music. Art is always about the way you do something. So there can be things that are the result of the art process. So there can be an amazing math theorem that is so beautiful in itself that it's a piece of art. And the way people got it, the process, the steps they used to get to the truth, it was also a piece of art. It wasn't just the random circumstances. It was a dedicated process of research, of investigation. But people were so passionate about this. And for them, it was the same feeling inside how you know, like great artist is making a picture, paint, painting it. So the same way mathematicians are painting some formulas and the same way developers are doing programs or creating architectures for the buildings as the architecture. Yeah. So for me, art and the way to see this world as a process of art, it was given by my, like, it was given by my family. It was given by my friends and in a way of like conclusion, it was given by my university and my favorite professors who were so deeply in love with their subjects that I understood that hmm, I don't want to study something just, just because it's, uh, I have to study it, but I want to study something because I love it. I'm interested in this and I want to understand how this is made. And when you make a big mechanism. And you fit everything in its place. You understand this is the way how it should be. It's not something that you see some missing details or some details that you want to remove. As a result, there is nothing to take from it. I've been thinking about the relationship between art and science a lot. For me, art and science are just two ways to approach phenomena. On the one hand, it's a more intuitive approach in the case of art and in the other, in case of science, it's more pragmatic and more linked to some scientific apparatus. What do you think about it? I would disagree because I think it's not possible to create a great piece of art just relying on your inner emotions and feeling or just relying on your formal approach for something. You always must combine so you wouldn't be Picasso if you haven't finished the great classics academy for arts, because you know and understand how people were evolving, how people were creating these classic paintings, how they were doing, what techniques they were using to just draw a human. It's, it's very hard to draw a person. And then, for example, he understood, okay, I know how to do this. I know how to do this, like from left and right, all the little spots. And now I just want to destroy this. And 
that was his action of making his pictures. He was destroying the way people used to make these fundamentals for arts. The same thing with programming. Let's talk about programming in particular, because that was my closest field. But the same thing. Okay. You, of course, you can solve a problem with uh, development, but you will just solve a problem that was given to you by someone. And of course, there are a lot of cases where you need to think how to do something extraordinary. And of course, you need to have a lot of background, how to use this and that algorithms. You should understand them because otherwise you will use something not optimized perfectly for your task. But in fact, there are so many things. For example, if we take operating systems, the way they are designed and built, it's not like a straightforward action of running the processes one by one and collecting their results and giving to others. There is very interesting tricks that are not possible to um, create without any kind of creativity. It's something where you need to have a lot of experience from different fields. And when you have them, you gather them together and somehow by accident, maybe your brain is like, hey man, look, here is something you can take from this field, this sphere, combine them together and use this, for example, extraordinary, totally forgotten algorithm from ancient math with this modern approach of operating systems and you will create a new version of more efficient process. In the same way, when you create a picture, you must have a very interesting and deep background in, oh, in life experience in general, in philosophy, because otherwise, okay, you will just draw another like boat in the sea. But if you have feelings, if you have been to this kind of boats, if you understood what the real storm is, the way you're going to make this painting is going to be completely different from what you haven't experienced before. And, and also the ultimate example I can give, I think that one of the main philosophers of the previous century was Albert Einstein. We mostly know him as the greatest physicist, but I think what he made with his relativity theory, it's not possible without the process of thinking. So of course. A person can try to solve equations, like try to dig in or something, but he can do this question. But if that's not true, what we're given before. And in my opinion, that's a very deep question of a person who is like a real philosopher, not the one who is trying to understand the ancient philosopher or something like this and writing thesis about this, but this like the born one. I'm not sure. This is just my personal view on this. The, he was a person who was not willing to agree with the given circumstances and explanations of life. And he was trying to find his own view. Absolutely. I agree. The personality of Einstein has always fascinated me exactly with that. This nature of creativity and the nature of genius, how the mind works. As you mentioned, these processes of trying to understand the world around us are very similar. It's just about what results we obtain with the same reasoning. Now I would like to talk about your career as a filmmaker. You're just starting out. First of all, why 
are you attracted to cinema and not to some other form of art? I try to do a lot of things in my life just for fun. There's a very long story how I understood that I need to do something not related to my programming, computer science development, etc. work. And I said, okay, art. So I just want to understand art and try to make art in general meaning of this word, not like the process. And by accident, uh, it happened that the pandemic started and uh, I was alone at my apartment and uh, I started writing some small stories, poems, or something like this. And it was nice. I mean, I liked it. It was a cool process. It was my first time writing a story except for the exercises I was doing in school. One evening, I was just lying in my bed thinking, okay, what should I do next? What should I try? And I was searching professions for people after 30. And the first position was a movie director. I was like, hmm, okay, that sounds fun. And I decided to check out the movie schools in my city. It turned out that there are several of them. They're pretty good. And just for fun, I picked the one I liked. And just for fun, again, I just made a movie. A short one, it, I made it in less than 12 hours. So I wrote a script. I called my friends, met them, filmed this. In the evening, I edited it and sent to this movie school. And they invited me to join it without any additional exams because they liked the movie. And uh, just for fun, I started going to these courses. And just for fun, I finished them after two years. And still just for fun and trying to do movies because, I mean, I don't have any intention to make blockbusters to gain billions and trillions. First of all, that's not my perception of movie as an art, but I want to try to express myself and maybe something that I make will be helpful for other people, for other people, maybe entertaining and just make the world better place. Why movies? I think film. First of all, film is a separate way of art. So people usually think that film is a combination of music, acting, theater, screenplay, and everything. No, if you watch some movies, for example, by Wong Kar Wai, you understand that, yeah, of course, you'd have a great combination of everything, but the way it's presented, the way we feel it, it's, it is film cinematography and this this is something that is not very easy to explain and I understood that all the experience I have in my life even though it's not the biggest one I would like to share and uh, I was always curious about the movies I was always curious about the cinematography and the personalities in this industry let's try and now I made this short films i'm trying to send them to festivals and i hope that i will get some recognition from this but yeah this is a way for me to just explain myself and show maybe some interesting part of lives right film as other art forms is about the essence and the form so what kind of message do you want to convey and through which form do you want to do it do you have any references in terms of names you admire in cinematography? That's a great question. First of all, I should say that I'm still learning and I don't have any specific or way of explaining. 
But what kind of message? Very interested in self-reflection and understanding of others and thinking about the changes in people. So I would love to make movies about emotions and about feelings and not kind of like melodramas. Maybe, who knows, I will. But more about something that is related to ourselves. So not about connection between uh, partners or friends or whatever, but something more eternal. For example, I would love to make my first feature film full-length movie about this age when uh, you are 18 or 20, 22, and you're growing up, but you already think that you are super mature, you can conquer the world. And this fight within yourself is a very, it was very important part of my life. And I think for a lot of other people, and I would love to work with this. I don't know still the story I want to tell, but I'm super inspired by the ancient Greek myth Mede. And for me, this myth is also about the hero inside and uh, about who we are and who we truly are to ourselves. And for me, this is also a perception of this age and state of mind, somehow like the catcher in the right too. And uh, yeah, so these are like all the inputs I have. Several others, like the first, for example, the first album by MGMT. But the story, I still don't know it. And I'm trying to work a little bit on this. But, but yeah, I'm still, still in the process. So I, I really love movies, for example, by Tarkovsky, even though I think they are, I would never be able to make a movie like this because uh, I'm not this kind of person and I don't want to be someone like someone else I want to be myself but for me he was the the filmmaker who inspired me to try to search for movie schools also and uh, I also love the movies by Krzysztof Kszlowski the Polish movie director he's also about these inner feelings even though they're connected to other people but first of all and it's about ourselves and uh, yes I mentioned before I really love Wong Kar Wai but He's a very controversial and genius movie director, so I'm not even able to to say that I would like to be like him. There is no one like him, but he inspires me a lot. Every time I watch his movie, even if it's for the sixth or twentieth time, I'm like, wow, this is art. This is cinema. This is something I would be honest like to make, but he's inspiring me in terms of the editing. Tarkovsky is inspiring me in terms of the screenplays. Shislovsky is inspiring me in terms of working with actors. Even though these are great and big names, but still, you always try to learn from the best ones. And I always try to copy something from them because I will not be able to copy 100%. But in the result, there's going to be something for me. And of course, I'm, I used to be a student recently, and I don't think that's bad to, to make a copy. But not in copy like one-to-one, -one, but something like take the idea, take the feeling, and overplay it, make it your own way. So for, for example, the second short film I made, it was filmed in Paris and based on the La Notte by Antonio. I took this drama of, let's call it like broken relationship after years between wife and 
and her husband. And I overplayed it a different way, how a person wants to get his ex-wife, ex-girlfriend back, but also forgetting about the feelings he had when they were going apart. Yeah, the inspiration and the amount of movies, books, and music you listen is very important. Otherwise, you don't have this treasury to make a new piece of art. Absolutely. Now that you finished your cinema school, do you think you, now that we have all these technologies and you can actually learn using your computer, do you really need to go to an art school, to a cinema school to practice art? Can you become a filmmaker without going to school? Is school about technical skills you learn or does it give you something else that you can't learn elsewhere? Of course, you can do whatever you want without any school or university, and it's related to anything. But even like developing these days, you can study. But personally, I don't know anyone who is really able to study on, on his own for months or something. First of all, discipline is very, very important. The next thing I think is networking. So when you study in a movie school, university about movies, biology, psychotherapist, whatever, you get not only connections and other people to, to know in this field, but you also go in this wide. You understand how people live in this sphere. And this is helping a lot to create new ideas, to create new visions and perceptions of some things. I think that especially arts, is always about transferring your emotions and feelings. And this is why being in a crowd of people who are interested in the same things, it's always helpful for you to do more, to show your things to those who will admire this, to try to have this a small group of people who are going to be your first, let's call it like testers <laughs> and reviewers. Even now I understand that these months and years in my movie school, they were very important to have friends who are also interested, who with whom you can like even even just to talk about a new movie or old masterpiece by someone very famous it's it's very very cool because it's not always you have friends who are also very into cinema or who know all these names of movie directors and the history of the like of the old hollywood for example and uh, this is where you will have discussions conversations maybe arguments but all of this will get you more experience other views on these or that topics and uh, that will grow more and more ideas for your for your art in, in your brain that you will produce. Because also for me, when I was in Moorish school, it was cool that we had this kind of competition between each other. Like to make, a, to make a better movie, to show some new idea, or to say that, hey, I've seen this super underground Argentinian movie from the uh, 60s. It's like a no-name director who died the second day after the movie was released by Overdose. And I was like, wow, what is this? I just want to see this too. Like, oh, this is a super secret material. 
So uh, this is always cool and funny. And uh, especially that it helps you a lot in the future days. So you already know what kind of conversations you're going to have. You already understand what kind of people you're going to meet. So when you're going to do your movies professionally, you will see people who have the same habit. And first of all, and this is one of the most important things, you will have the same common language. Even it's like if they speak French and you speak English or they speak Japanese, the language of your art is universal and you will be able to discuss your favorite director's styles or just showing with your hands like, hey, I will show you the best movie ever. And you show something from your country to a person from another country and they're like, yes, this is great. This is amazing. So for example, this is how I learned about Oju, the Japanese old director. And I was like, wow, this is amazing. I just love it. This is the way I want to see cinema. And these movies, they were shown to me by my Japanese friend, as well as I showed him Merkowski and he didn't know about him. It's like, wow, this is something incredible. Yeah, it's all about having the possibility to be among people of the same mindset and that's sharing with others what you have on your mind and taking in what others have to share. And my last question is the one I ask all my guests. And it's related to the title of this podcast, being modern and being human. What does this mean to you? Good question. For me, being human is to be someone who has a passion. It's not about money. It's not about profession, but it's about passion. You live your life with a meaning. And if you have any meaning, you have it personally. You have these days and this moment and this period of time it's already becoming a modern one. Be modern and be human. For me, it's to be here and now to make your future steps, maybe without any special particular goal. As I mentioned before, it's about the process, having your passion and do it just for this passion, just to have this idea of your life, to have this meaning. When you wake up, you go make your coffee and then you want to do something for, for yourself. Personally, this is very important for me because otherwise, what for should we live? Exactly. It's all about the meaning we have in our lives and that's how we define this value for ourselves. Thanks a lot for this conversation. It's really inspiring and insightful. I wish you all the success with your company and filmmaking and I hope to hear some news very soon. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, let's keep in touch. Thank you for listening. If you enjoy being modern, being human, I'd love it if you could take a moment to rate and review the show on your favorite podcast platform. Your feedback is so valuable to me and helps you make the show better. And if you haven't already, be sure to hit the subscribe button so you never miss an episode.